unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. Tonight, we have a gentleman here that I consider to be a national treasure. Um, if you're not familiar with his stuff, you you really should be. You're missing out. I have the one and only Matt Mitchell with us here this evening. Uh, underneath his screen, you will see there his pertinent web links. Uh, all his web links will also be in the description of the video. So having said that, Matt, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me uh, and calling me a national treasure. I don't know if they really, uh, I, I am real lucky just to be a treasure outside of uh, my house. Honestly, uh, the South is, is, is great. I don't know if they treasure me up North, um, but uh, I'd be great if they did. Yeah. I, I don't know if they saw your barbecue video, they might not. <laughs> yeah. I've said a lot of things, hateful things towards them. So uh, <laughs> if they do, they haven't heard everything I've said. Right. So what I want to do is tell us a little bit about you. Of course, uh, kind of want to figure out how you got started with red clay and it's a Southern thing and just kind of go from there. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it's a long, weird story to, uh, to condense it. Uh, I'm from Alabama. Uh, I've lived here my entire life. Uh, eighth generations of Alabama. I don't think we can, it's like house arrest for an entire state. We're not allowed to leave apparently. Um, but yeah, I uh, actually started off uh, at a college as a social worker. I worked for the state of Alabama for seven years, but I was also doing uh, some like comedy stuff on the side, mostly like like internet stuff, like tweets and all that. My big thing was parroting a local newspaper uh, that we had in our small town, uh, and I did that anonymously for years, and it blew up until like a it started as a real local thing, and then it got a lot of statewide attention, and then that landed me my first like paying gig writing comedy and stuff with. Red Clay Media, which is a offshoot of Alabama Media Group, which if you don't live in Alabama is all confusing, but that's like the leading news organization in the state is AL.com and Alabama Media Group, the Birmingham News, all the big newspapers. Um, but they were starting a Southern culture, Southern identity brand. I uh, wanted to separate all the, that feel good, fun stuff away from, you know, murders and the not so fun things of the news. Uh, so they started that. Uh, I joined them like two weeks after it's a Southern thing launched uh, and uh, just got right away to making sketches, writing scripts for sketches and got comfortable being in front of the camera, started doing different stuff there. Uh, still not a great actor, but uh, I enjoy getting out there and just doing weird stuff. And then bless your rank started a few years after that. And that's been kind of a popular thing, but I also do stuff on my own channels. Like I've always been doing from the start. Um, it's just not so much news parody anymore. Now it's just me ranting about barbecue to whoever will listen. Your shorts are great. Thank you. <laughs> the, uh, the one the other day where you, the, the fried chicken. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one gets under my skin. I, <laughs> I, it, it blows my mind when I'll ask people, especially the audience on it's this other thing, which an audience that should know better. Well, I'm like, what's y'all's favorite fried chicken restaurant? And they go Chick-fil-A. It's not, I know what you're thinking, but it's wrong. That's not fried chicken. That's chicken fingers. That's totally different. It, I just can't, it gets under my skin. It yeah. Our, crazy. Our, our grannies and meemaws would, would fight over that. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, don't even, they wouldn't even eat chicken fingers. That wasn't even a thing to them. I never even, I can't remember my grandma ordering chicken fingers whenever we go out. And I definitely don't remember her making chicken fingers. If she's making fried chicken, she's making fried chicken yep. with bones in it. 
Yep. Uh, real quick. Uh, rest cuts cost too much money. You're, <laughs> oh, you're that's true. Get, exactly. He, they would never buy that. You get the thighs. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, sweet tea. So do you feel like that if somebody isn't making their own sweet tea and they're going to buy like Milo's or something that their Southern card should be re- revoked? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, no, because that's what we do at our house because it's just too easy. <laughs> I, I, when we make sweet tea, it is delicious, but it's just so easy just to throw that on the like in the in the buggy when you're you know at the Piggly Wiggly or Walmart or something than than making it. I know, I know, I get a lot of hate for that, but but there are Milo's and Red Diamond tea is as good as you can get to homemade sweet tea. Now, everything else below that, I did like a blister rink on these. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, the rest of them down are just trash. Like they're not even anything remotely close to homemade sweet tea. But those two, those two are pretty solid. Yeah, where I work, we sell a lot of Milo's. I mean, a oh, lot. Yeah. Um, so real quick, uh, tell us about Broken News. That seems like a really big project for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we... Um, uh, back in 2019, we launched a Kickstarter on its Southern thing, uh, to do a crowdfunding for a TV pilot idea that we had. Um, and we, we surpassed our goal, uh, and had like a thousand backers, uh, get us above our $50,000 goal. We hit like 61,000, I think. So we got the, the wheels rolling to make that in 2020. And we were scheduled to shoot that thing in, uh, May of 2020, but things happened. Uh, right around mid-March in 2020 mm-hmm. um, that I don't even want to talk about. And uh, so it got postponed for a while and we were able to shoot it last year. Uh, and after it was all Adam Schwartz who um, co-wrote and, and directed the thing, uh, he also did the editing when he was done with it all. We, we let our backers watch it. And now we finally are out there giving it to the rest of the public. Uh, and we broke it into the one pilot TV pilot into three separate mini episodes we put on the internet on YouTube for everybody to watch. Cause it's, they are, you know, the company we're for is trying to like shop it around uh, to see if there's an interest to pick it up as a series, but there's no reason why we can't let everybody else watch it too. We don't want to just hold on to it and not let the world see it. So we decided to go ahead and put it out there for everybody to see. It is absolutely hilarious. Thank you. Uh, the, 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 the episode um, where uh, it's bill where he starts talking about the conspiracy on air. Yeah, that yeah. was priceless. <laughs> yeah, that was he. He was uh, Donald Pitts played uh, Bill, and he was we we haven't worked with them before that. He did so good in that role. He stole the show. Really, um, he was fan. The whole everybody was in it was great, but it was a, it was a fun experience. Never we've never done anything remotely that big. People are amazed when we go places uh, to shoot videos, and they're like, they see four or five of us. They're like, this is it. Well, yeah, it's just. There's not a lot of us. They're expecting a whole production team there. And we had one for this. Like there was like 30 people on set every day working on that. So we got spoiled. Well, I know my Uh, wife, one of the first things she noticed was the amount of names at the end. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's pro. That's like extremely pro going on right there. Yeah. Normally you you have five jobs on set when we shoot a sketch. You'll, You'll do, you have to do everything. And there's no craft services. That's the best part about doing something big is you get a snack table. Oh, um, well, that's good. Yeah, that was great. Um, so as far as bless your rank goes, what is the one that you, you from the food choices that you couldn't stand the most? Like the whole show or one particular item that was terrible? Uh, either one. 
Oh wow. The the sweet tea one honestly was pretty bad because most of those were just awful. Um the uh I'm trying to remember. I'm just some of the cheeseburger ones were pretty weird too. That one comes to mind. One that I tell people that taught me a lesson was the little Debbie uh Christmas one. Uh that we it was one of the first ones we did. It may it was definitely one of the first five that we did. And that's when I learned I need to take one at most two bites of every item, and that's it. Uh don't eat the whole thing of every single <laughs> competitor. I had the worst like stomach ache. I felt terrible after that because I was downing. I, I think I ate eight little Debbies <laughs> in one hour right there. Um, totally different effect from the the bourbon blush rank where I drank like twenty ounces of bourbon in in one hour. That was uh, that was a bad great. idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. uh, and I, I mean it was funny to sit down and watch that tape because the finished edit because I had no idea. I was. It was awful. We, we we shot that at like noon, so I was hung over at seven p.m. Ooh, um, it was a rough day. <laughs> he, all for science, exactly. He, he, exactly. Ma- making sure that the buyers are informed. All right, right, so got a couple of questions coming through here. Um, as far as sweet tea goes, uh, Hero asks Lipton or Tetley. Oh gosh. Um, well, first off, uh, happy early birthday to Hero um, on Wednesday. Uh, happy birthday, you. Heather. Uh, uh, I guess Lipton. What's what's the other one? Tetley. I don't. I'm not familiar with that. What about Louisiana? Okay, Louisiana is what I grew up on. So that one. That if you're putting that in the mix, it's that one. Of the other two, I got to say Lipton because I'm not familiar with the other one. But Louisiana is what we grew up on. Um, actually, uh, we had decaf uh, Louisiana bags because uh, Mom did not want us to have caffeine. She said we got too crazy. <laughs> So she got caffeine-free uh, tea bags, which apparently exist. Uh, they're they're on the shelf, hard to find. Um, another question: uh, Do you put ranch on pizza? No, no. I tried that in school. I remember, like, it was like popular for like a month one time when I was in like high school or something. Uh, I tried it, and I was like, "This is a this is completely the ranch is drowning out all the other flavor on the pizza, especially." a school pizza that has not a whole lot of flavor to begin with. Wow. Um, uh, Jason in the chat, uh, this is kind of like an inside joke with us uh, from where we work together. His question is throat punch or not to throat punch. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of context there. So I'm going to err on the side of caution and say definitely throat punch. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what I want to do is, Number one, talk a little bit about your podcast because, you know, we've been watching you. I think the first time I ever saw you, you popped up on like a Facebook feed with a Southern Thing video. And then thanks to the algorithm, more kept coming through. And but I did not realize after watching you all this time that you have a podcast. Well, sort of. Uh, <laughs> I started one last year. Uh, that was a goal of mine to get one up and running. Uh and I just got bogged down with some other stuff and have not been able to pick it back up. I really enjoy doing it. Uh, it's just a lot of work. Um, and you got you got a live stream and a podcast going. So I don't I don't know how you pull it off. I but, cheat. Um, I cheat. So what, what happens is I take the audio from the live yeah. stream and then edit it and put it up. That's that's just being smart. That's not cheating. Um, 
<laughs> but I, uh, I've got it going. But I, I do have plans to get it up and running again. Um, I've got some help to like line up guests because it's every it's an interview one like this. Uh, and once I started lining up interviews, and then people's schedules would change, and then they wouldn't align with mine. I was like, this is this is a hassle. This is stress. Uh, I'm, I can't I can't deal with this. But I've got somebody that's going to help me manage that soon. So hopefully it'll be back up and running soon. So what kind of like workload do you have? Like when you guys are doing like, like a, a full form video, like what kind of from shooting and post editing, like how long does it take, you know, for you guys to get one out? Depends on the type of video. If it's a uh, sketch that we do um, under the, the it's a Southern thing sketch. We have a the sketch comedy series called so true y'all. Those take, um, you know, the writing could take anywhere from a day or two. It takes about a day to shoot. Maybe some of them will be two days. And then editing will take anywhere from a day or two there. Um, so it's all in all, it's a, it's a whole week, four or five days of um, work days to get it done. And at the same time, we're also shooting those short videos that we do now because that's the thing that you've got you've to be making those if you want to stay relevant are those. We call them shorties because... <laughs> There's no, they, they're called something different on every single platform. Um, but, uh, so we make, we, we, uh, on average shoot about three of those a week. Uh, and then we're also shooting what we call unscripted videos, which are like the blush your rank videos where they're, the pre-production is just go pick up the stuff. There is no writing. I just, then you just sit down and you react and editing on that one takes two weeks or so because we've got about an hour and a half of me ranting about happy meals or something. So, um, that that takes time to, to trim that down, um, and that's at work. And then I've got my stuff, you know, at home too. And then I sleep for about thirty minutes um, <laughs> while driving on the interstate to Birmingham every day. So. Um, yeah, the the Happy Meal one, the the kids meal that we watched that the other day. That was great. It was a, that was a fun one. Um, Chicken boogers. Uh, yeah, uh, that's an epidemic apparently that. Um, Affecting several fast food places. Um, there was a question. Do you see yourself doing a Southern tour in your future? We talked about doing a live, like it's a Southern thing show on the road. That's, that comes up every once in a while. Um, you know, I don't do stand up. Uh, it's something that I kind of like to do, but I would also require time to like get a set together and test it out. Like do some shows here and there before I had like something really good that I could take on the road. Um, and I just don't have the ability to go do that right now. And I definitely don't want to just make a bunch of stuff and then go on the road uh, and have it bomb. Like, if people are going to pay to come see something, I want it to be really good. So, um, you know, maybe one day we can get that up and running. But uh, but right now, there's nothing. I do some uh, live events uh, close to where I live. Uh, once, you know, in, in Jasper and in Coleman, Alabama, do like, trivias and name that tunes and stuff like that and that's just more to just fun to get people to come out and do some local stuff outside of the big city of birmingham because i hate living in a small town and people saying there's nothing to do here so i'm like no you can come to my thing Excellent. Or you stop complaining yeah exactly uh hero asked she said you have ranked a lot of fast food items do you think the quality is declining or better or staying the same oh oh that's a good question um I think, I think it varies. You know, I think, you know, if you're going to a place right now that's got a, uh, uh, a shortage, uh, of workers, uh, you know, you're going to just get what you get and you don't pitch fit, uh, 
but but some places that don't seem to have a problem staying staff. I think the food is okay, but I think a lot of that right now is just indicative of they're having a hard time finding workers. They're overloaded in the back. Um, they're out of ingredients uh, because of their supply chain issues. So I think a lot of that is just external pressure um, that hopefully will be relieved maybe when things calm down in the world or not. It's starting to feel like it's never going to calm down. Oh, I know. This is the new normal. Um, but yeah, I, uh, but definitely, I mean, over the course of a longer period of like 10 years or so, yeah, probably. I think because a lot of places are just constantly trying to find ways to save money and to cut costs. Uh, so I think quality in general probably has gone down a little bit over 10 years, but it's gotten pretty bad in the last few years because of, you know, the world is on fire. I know we talk a lot here at home about like restaurants that we ate at when we were kids and how they were, you know, so much better, you know, back then, or at least we think they were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what that would be for me. Uh, everything's always just been real greasy and fried where I eat and it remains greasy and fried kind of, um, I don't know. For some reason, Taco Bell popped in my head and it did seem to taste better when I was a kid. Um, they just can't make a burrito Supreme the right way anymore. You, it's a, I just will rant about a burrito Supreme. It's one of my favorite things. I think it's almost $4 and sometimes they'll make it so small. It's like, this is not, this is not how it's supposed to be y'all. This is supposed to be a burrito. This thing, this is, this is a taco almost. This is too skinny for burrito. That's, and it gets me mad. There's my rant. There, I, I fully understand. So, um, did uh, did you receive the list that I sent? I did. I'm very excited about this, these matchups. Here. All right. Uh, I have strong opinions on some others. It's going to be you know kind of in the middle. Okay, we'll, we'll see. All right. So, guys, what we did is uh, I came up with a list of of similar businesses to pair off against one another and Matt gets to choose which one he prefers and if he has a strong opinion about it tell us why and a strong opinion about the other one so the first one is Waffle House versus IHOP yeah that's not even uh not even close not even in the same league uh I think it's a I think it's offensive to Waffle House to even try to compare the two IHOP doesn't know what it is. Like, you could get all kinds of things at IHOP. Uh, there's a buddy of mine that I used to work with that would tell the story of his dad ordering fish one time at IHOP. Um, and, yeah, he absolutely got sick afterwards. You would never find that on the menu at Waffle House. I feel like they were in the wrong here just by, like, adding biscuits about 10 years ago or so. Like, that's not your thing. Stick to waffles. Uh, the menu stays simple. It's just one giant, like placemat for the table that could double as it's uh it's open 24 i think i opt open 24 hours but it's um you know i can i can walk into waffle house in any shape uh and i will not be judged i don't think that's the case at ihop i think there are some standards at ihop and there will never ever be standards at waffle house fair you know, answer come as you come as you are fair answer waffle house. all right number two walmart versus target Oh, um, this one probably, uh, you have to understand too. I'm, I'm from rural Alabama where I've never lived close to a target in my entire life. Uh, the, it's always been at least a 30 minute drive, uh, and never one that's a super target. So I can't get everything I need there. 
uh, and I'm probably going to pay more for it. I'm, so I'm just going to have to go with Walmart. Uh, and I, I don't have a bad Walmart down the road from me. It's a, you know, it's smaller. Uh, you can park within a mile of the front door. It doesn't get too, you know, too crowded in there. Uh, they have just about everything you need. And I always say that if Walmart doesn't have it, you probably don't need it. Um, so, yeah, I, Walmart. Walmart definitely has the edge for me because I just haven't grown up. I've just never had access to a Target. It's always been a special thing for me. It's like, oh, we're going somewhere fancy today um, that we're going to the Target. Um, like it was like it was it was used to be in college for us. It was like we're going to go out to eat and then we're going to go to Target. Like it was a real fancy place to like walk around and and browse the selection of of uh, of, of fancy wicker baskets and uh, other 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 decorative items that the Walmart does not have. That's that's fair. Very fair. Uh, <laughs> date not at the Target. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's that's what Walker County, Alabama people do. Yeah. Nice. All right. Dollar Tree versus Dollar General. Oh gosh. Well, dollar dollar and a quarter tree. I've never I've never been a fan of the Dollar Tree. Uh my wife likes it for different things. Uh, but it'll be like craft stuff. She'll have something in her mind she wants to make and she'll know she can get a bunch of it at Dollar Tree. Um but I've never had a reason. Like I've never had a list of things or I need to pick up this at Dollar Tree. I just somehow find myself in one to kill time. And, uh, and I hate it. Every it's, it's, um, it's, there's just stuff everywhere. It's, it's, well, I shouldn't say that because Dollar General is just bad. Um, but Dollar General, at least like, I know I can get things I actually need. Like, Oh, I need toothpaste. I could get that at, at Dollar General, Dollar Tree. I don't know. Maybe but if I can, it'll be the smallest tube in the world. It'd be like a travel size. <laughs> um, everything's like extra small because it's a dollar. Um, and yeah. And sometimes I always want to get like a Dr. Pepper or Coke when I leave the store. Usually that's my like little treat for myself for getting out into the world for the day. And you never know what you're going to find at Dollar Tree in the little Coke fridge right by the, the checkout counter. Sometimes it's just like cans of Mountain Dew. Sometimes it's, you know, weird, small plastic bottles. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I don't like it. It's like I've gone into like a, a an alternate universe of Dollar Generals um, where everything is a little off. That's what a Dollar Tree is to me. Uh, comment in the chat was, you may be biased since your dog is a manager for Dollar General now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Old Bruce. Uh, he's hanging in there. He's going to be a district manager soon. Sweet. All right. Lowe's versus Home Depot. Oh, yeah, this was when I thought, do I have feelings towards either one? Because I have multiple complaints about each um, and nothing that I could say good about them at all. I just don't <laughs> like dealing with them. I can't. Uh, anytime I don't go, I've never gone into a store just to browse those stores. Like I go in there with a like I'm doing a project. I need these items. Uh, and nobody there ever knows. I feel like employees have never been able to help me. Uh, usually sometimes they lead me astray. They give me the wrong thing that I need and I have to just go somewhere else. This is like, I would much rather pay just a little bit more and go to the Ace Hardware down the road where they know what they're doing. And, uh, and if I need one bolt, they will absolutely help me find it. And, uh, and if I got the wrong one, it just walk in there, no hassle. They'll give me the right bolt and I can go back home on my way. Like it's, Lowe's on Depot, if I go to the return counter, it's a it's another process. I don't even that's a whole other story. Returns at Lowe's and Home Depot. I can't even. It's stressing me out just thinking about it. I hate those stores. Ace hardwares are the real heroes. 
They are. A hometown is hardware. I don't know how they stay in business. I think the one thing I buy from them every year is is all the business they get, but God bless them. They serve a purpose. Uh, and mine had four guys working in it when I went in there the other day, and I was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> Who, who's actually working? Who's the employee <laughs> of this store? Are y'all just hanging out? I don't care. I'm just curious to know how this works as a business. Yep. Um, now, I had to research grocery stores in Alabama, okay? So, um, Piggly Wiggly versus Publix. Yeah. Oh, I Publix is another one of those things that I've never lived nearby. Um, that's one of those fancy, like, big city things. I do love them. Um, we had one. We still have one. It's close to where we work downtown with um, It's a Southern Thing. And we used to go down there and eat lunch because they have a really good – they got those public chicken fingers, which are awesome. They got the pub subs, the sandwiches. Um, those are great. Uh, but I've, I've shot more at Piggly Wiggly in my life. And they are really good at having, like, local-made stuff because they don't have to, to, to do all of – they're usually independently owned. Uh, like, ours is run by a local family, our Piggly Wiggly. So they don't have to go through this corporate channels to like get product in the store. Like if somebody comes in and wants shelf space, they just give it to them. So it's really cool to find like Alabama made products in your Piggly Wiggly. I, I got, I got it. I'm going to give Pig the edge for that just because I can find cool stuff that I can't get anywhere else. And they'll have it first. If I find out, you know, somebody's selling, you know, some kind of new popcorn covered and uh, golden Eagle syrup, which is made in Alabama. I, I found it the pig immediately. So uh, they get the edge for that. Excellent. Um, Sam's versus Costco. Oh, actually just, we just got a Costco membership a few months ago. Uh, and I have never felt more like a dad. Like we, <laughs> we, we, we just got an SUV, like a, our, oh, it's almost a minivan. Cause now we've got two children. And I was like, this is it. This is full dad mode here. Like our, our mini minivan SUV crossover at Costco. I've never felt more suburban white dad in my life. And but I grew up on Sam's Club, and that's just a fun experience. I don't know. I don't know which one is truly better, though. I, I have more fond memories of getting samples as a kid at Sam's Club. Last the the two times I've been to Costco, I haven't got a single sample Ooh. at all. But I remember at Sam's Club, it was the thing. I would like. I mean, they were. I could definitely blame them a little bit for uh, me being fat because they would just give little chubby Matt Mitchell as many samples as he wanted. I would just get round in the corner, getting them little Vienna sausages on a stick. It was, uh, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I'd say Sam's Club just just because that's what I grew up on. It puts the Sam in sample. We didn't even have a Costco when I was a kid. Uh, Around here. Yeah, Sam, that's true. Maybe that's what Sam is. It's not Sam Walton. It's Sample. There you go. It's a good. I'll never get that out of my head now. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> so the battle of businesses that are closed on Sunday. Uh, yes. Hobby Lobby versus Chick-fil-A. Oh, gosh. Um, I. Whew, that is tough. Well, I can get food at one. Um I can't eat in the Hobby Lobby. Uh, although there are some things in the Hobby Lobby I do like. I don't know. I think I have to give the edge Chick-fil-A here uh, just because they do have chicken. And the food is consistently good. I've never had a bad experience at um, Chick-fil-A. I will say this, what I hate about Hobby Lobby is their coupon system. 
I cannot stand where it's like, oh, I need to get a picture frame. I'll just go to the Hobby Lobby. Oh, wait, this week, picture frames are full price. Next week, they're all half off. How am I supposed to keep up with that? Being a former store manager for Hobby Lobby, I feel your pain. How? Why? Okay, thank you. How am I supposed to keep up with that? The need for picture frames in my life does not revolve (laughs) around Hobby Lobby sales. It can't. It can't. It, It won't work for me. Yeah, it, 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 that was a crazy time. Those coupons or something else, you know, you know, they would default to the little, at the time, the little flyer they put in the paper with this little 40% off coupon that was about the size of a postage stamp that, yep. you know, they hoped yep. that you really missed. So, <laughs> yep. Um, and, and then I, I went in, uh, I was actually in Hobby Lobby two days ago or three days ago, and uh, I was looking at some stuff and I, I buying some presents and I saw some Star Wars stuff. And it was like Spring Shop, 50% off. And that was the Star Wars stuff. And on the back, it said Spring Shop. What is Spring Shop? Star? How is that? What is Star Wars a spring thing now only? I don't, none of it made sense. None of it, nothing about it. I don't understand what's going on in there. Well, it's, they get all this stuff in like based on the season. And and so you will have like this random stuff, like you said, Star Wars for spring. But guess what? You'll wind up having Star Wars summer, Star Wars winter. Well, there was uh, there was Star Wars stuff on the other aisle there. That's not spring Star Wars, but this this is. So if I guess if you hold it just right, there's like Easter Bunny ears on Darth Vader. I don't understand what that was all about, but that was good. That was another layer of confusion for me on what's on sale and what's not. Oh, nothing makes sense, by the way. So good luck figuring it out. Yeah, exactly. Now this one, I hope that you're going to be pretty passionate about. Um. Because I think one of these companies should sponsor you personally. Uh, Little Debbie versus Mrs. Freshly's. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I wish Little Debbie would sponsor me. A lot of people think that they do. Um, I've got nothing from Little Debbie ever except for some free cakes. Um, uh, but my parents do. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm not as honest with people about this as I should be. <laughs> my parents do work for Little Debbie. They're distributors, though. They're independent distributors. Uh, for little Debbie. So I do get access to a lot of that stuff um, that they sell. And so it's in, I like, that's the family business is little Debbie. So I have to go with little Debbie here. And also Miss Freshly's to me is just not great. I mean, the pecan spin wheels, pinwheels, those are, those are okay. But everything else, little Debbie's are superior in every way. I, to Miss Freshly's. I always looked at Freshly's as like bootleg little Debbie. <laughs> Absolutely. I looked it up and when you said that and I was like, yeah, a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people say Miss Freshly's is better. And I'm just like immediately dismissive. No. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so I looked them up and they're based out of, of Georgia, but they're part of Flowers Bakery. I don't even think they have a like a heritage, like a history that little Debbie does. That's like that's a family owned business that's been around in the family the entire time. That goes way back. Miss Freshly sounds like something Flowers just made up and slapped on a label. Um, there's no Mrs. Freshly is what I'm getting to. Exactly. She's not real. Um, but Debbie, Debbie was real. Darn right. Or still is real. She may still be alive. I'm not sure. Uh, Bojangles versus Popeyes. Uh, I love both, but I did that bless your rink on chicken and eating them both. Bojangles chicken tastes better. I think Popeyes has the better chicken sandwich. The times that I've had them. It's just, you know, tough to get it sometimes. Uh, but I think I give Bojangles the edge. Their biscuits, too, are just 
they're the best in the game. Yep. They're all they're always so good. I agree. You're you're real close to Bojangles country up there. That's just north of you right there, North Carolina. That is correct. Uh so you got you probably got a lot of them. They're hard they're harder to find in Alabama. Oh, uh, our Bojangles is like 4 minutes from where I live. But you don't have any Whataburgers in South Carolina, do you? No, we do not. Yeah, see. We're in a good spot in Alabama. We get a lot of that East Coast stuff and then we get Texas stuff and we have our own really good stuff that we don't share with anybody, like Jack's and Milo's. What's the barbecue place uh, there that's so famous? Um, has, We've got several. Uh, big names like Dreamland. Dreamland, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really big name. Um, but we've got we've got a bunch. Like, when anybody comes to town, I get emails all the time, and I love it, where they're like, I'm coming through Birmingham, where should I eat? And I'm like, you know what, I got time for this. Let me tell them exactly where they need to stop and get their barbecue. Uh, Dreamland's good, but there are some other great spots. We've actually got, um, I think he's from South Carolina. Um, oh my gosh, can't remember the name of it. Anyway, there's a barbecue spot that's opened up in Alabama that I th- is from the Carolinas, and that's some of the best ribs that you can get right now uh, in Birmingham. And it will come to me when we're done with this chat. And I don't know why. The only big ones right I can think of here will be Henry's. Maurice Bessinger's or the Smoking Pig. Those are only three. He won a James Beard Award, uh, and he's opened up a spot in Atlanta now too. Gosh, I cannot remember. I can picture the building and everything in my head right now. Man, I'm blanking. It'll come to me in a little bit. Uh, I'll 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 interrupt you and yell his name in a second. That is fine. Uh, Somebody in the chat says North Carolina barbecue is the best. Don't even. That's the, okay. That's the thing about it is that on the table they've got their barbecue sauce, which I don't touch because it's Carolina sauce, and I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the 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 really runny barbecue sauce that y'all have. The mustard barbecue sauce that is that a South Carolina? That's a South Carolina. Yes. Thing, right? The mustard sauce yep. is 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 really good on certain things, kind of like Alabama white sauce. Like you don't want to put it on everything. Just there's some things it's really good on, um, but that. That runny Carolina barbecue, y'all can keep that. Uh, well, uh, there's no point in that sauce. It just runs all over the place. Speak, speaking of white sauce, okay, a question came through. Um, your preferred mayonnaise? We're a Duke's family, although I grew up on Bama, um, and that's still what my parents have. But then uh, tried Duke's. I didn't even know Duke's was a thing when I was a kid. It, we were strictly Bama. Uh, but Duke's is, Duke's is really good. It's got extra tang to it. Bama's sweeter. Dukes has got a little more of a tang, and I like that. Um, South Carolina, right there, buddy. Dukes mayonnaise. Duke, I thought. Oh, really? Yep. I knew it was in. The, I knew the Carolinas. They just started. Y'all, y'all, Carolinas have given us a lot. They just started uh, with their own line of Alabama white sauce, actually. Yeah, I tried. Uh, I have not tried that. I tried their Georgia Heat barbecue, uh, and that was that was really good. It was just like a thicker uh, barbecue with uh, some uh, pepper in it, some peppers. It was. It was nice. Uh, the Irish Connection, who is in Ireland, um, has a wa- has a wife from the United States, and she wants to know your opinion on Frank's Red Hot. Uh, love it. I think that one, I did a blush rake on hot sauces, and I think Frank's won. That's the go-to in our house, especially for buffalo wings. Oh, yes. Uh, homemade, making some, like, they have their own buffalo mix, which is great. But homemade, taking that Frank's Red Hot, melting down some butter, pouring it in there, mixing it up, that is the – nothing beats that. I, I would – I'd eat my own finger 
I, I think I've bitten my finger getting some of that on there sometimes. That's the best sauce in the world. Um, so, oh, somebody said, okay, well, Frank's or Texas Pete? Well, you, you just pretty much answered that question. Oh, Frank's. Yeah, yeah, Frank's. Um, all right, so mystery question time. Um, Saban versus Jimbo. Oh, <laughs> uh, I say, I mean, Saban's got the numbers on him. It's not even close. Uh, I, I do appreciate the rivalry. Uh, it's getting me really fired up for the season here. Um, but I mean, even though Jimbo's got that last win under his belt, he doesn't have all those national champions championships. And also Jimbo's record at A&M is not that much better than Kevin Sumlin. So I don't know why we're praising him as if he's some savior of Texas A&M. I mean, he's a good coach. But uh, he hasn't like he, you know, at, get your team to the SEC championship game first, and and then then we can talk. You know, uh, with that whole spat that they had, you know that Saban's got that game marked on the calendar and probably going to hang like a hundred <laughs> oh, points gosh, on them. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait for it. It uh, what's so funny is that like I cannot believe that, that we're having this discussion in the SEC about paying players, y'all. Of course, we all pay our players. That's SEC football. That's why we're that's why we're better than everybody else. We've been doing it for decades. Like, let's not act like let's not act like you know I'm holier than you. Like, it's everybody except Vandy, I think, and and maybe Tennessee. If they're paying their players, they better you know keep their seats and try to get some returns. But um, <laughs> I, I, everybody's paid players. Yeah, that's not that's ridiculous. They've just been very been very creative about it. Now with the new, you know, the new rules about paying players that you can and endorsement deals. Now it's just out in the open. So yeah, now, now they just legalize it is all they did. Exactly. So, now it used to be just like, you know, I can't give you money, but uh, who in your family would like a job doing this? Uh, like, yeah, there would be all these other, they'd find all these different ways to get them money. So um, you're obviously Bama fan. Actually, I'm, I'm not. Oh. Um <laughs> I, I live in Alabama. I say roll tide a lot because I say that's like the aloha of Alabama because uh, you can use it so many ways. I actually, um, I don't advertise it because I think they would get really mad and I don't show it a lot, but I am a Florida fan. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, I grew up, a, grew up a Florida fan because my house was divided Alabama-Auburn growing up and I didn't like, I didn't get pulled hard one way. And I grew up watching like Steve Spurrier uh, coaching Danny Warfel, just like flinging that ball down the field, Spurrier throwing his visor and switching out three quarterbacks, up, uh, you know, a quarter. I loved it. So that's, that's, I grew up watching Florida and, and, and loving them. And uh, so. So you were a Tebow uh, fan? Oh gosh. He's the greatest college football player of all time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's that. I love Tim Tebow. Uh, no, I do love Florida. We're, you know, uh, it's been a rough stretch here. But I do, I, I still watch Alabama Auburn football. I keep up with it. Yeah, I like to see them both do well because um, it, it, they represent the state. Uh, but sometimes the fans get on my nerves and it's difficult to watch them win sometimes when the fans get real annoying. Well, I thought but early Bama days, it was very bad. When they started winning again, you know, it was, it was rough because everybody came out of the woodwork. Being a Bama fan, it was like y'all were quiet for a long time, and now you're back. Uh, didn't see you doing all this when Shula was losing. Nope. But here you are. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I thought that you know the Clemson South Carolina rivalry was something, but Bama and Auburn that is some next level. <laughs> we- it is. It is wild, uh, and I love it. I love just watching the game and just like soaking it up. And 
uh, I'll never forget that uh, the 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 field goal return for a touchdown back in 2016, I think, uh, that Auburn won the game on that last second return. Uh, in our neighborhood, and we didn't live like it was not one of those where your house is five feet from the other house. Uh, our neighbor was an Auburn fan, and in our house watching the game when Auburn scored and won the game, I could hear screams. Like our neighborhood was just like lighting up. Um, like I don't, you're not going to get that anywhere else. I don't, I don't think you. I don't think you'll experience that kind of 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 love for a sport anywhere else in this country for any other sport. Like the way the South does college football is the absolute ultimate way to enjoy a sport. I agree. Period. No one else will ever understand what it's like. Um, and I feel bad for them because this is the best, especially Ivy league schools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, somebody had a suggestion for you for Halloween, uh, requesting that you do a bless your rank on exclusive dollar tree candy, all the off brands. <laughs> oh gosh. That'd be awesome. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, uh, that would be, that would be a fun one. I need to take a look in there and see what we got. Um, but that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, so you get all the 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 bootleg candy <laughs> and whatnot. I've been wanting to do a whole lot of off-brand stuff for a while, and we we put some of the stuff up to, for a vote. Uh, we have this like fan club on it's a southern thing called the Potluck, and we let them vote on the Bless Your Rank topics sometimes. And I keep throwing in there in the mix for like this last go around. I asked for a Dr Pepper knockoff Bless Your Rank, like let's throw Mr Pib, Dr Thunder in there and see all these other weird ones to see which one tastes the best, and it didn't win. But I really want to do some like knockoff rankings you know that that would would be a good one because you think about like all you know great value versus the appropriate you know name brand see you know of course there was that whole thing a few years ago where they claimed that great value ice cream didn't melt so i don't know if you ever saw that (laughs) no it will it it melts it melts they also that's the that's the go-to ice cream for Southern grandmas, because that bucket gets used for a thousand different things. Uh, if you get that giant, the bit, yeah, like clear bucket, the Neapolitan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's good stuff. Yeah, it's not bad. not bad. No, no, it's not bad. Um, so speaking of the potluck, tell everybody what that is. Yeah, it's our membership program. Uh, for it's a southern thing, it costs, uh, I think there's a it's like six dollars to eight or nine dollars a month, and uh, there's two tiers. One will get you uh, like a, a a gift every quarter, uh, like a this coin, which is a uh, cornbread or biscuits coin that you can flip. Uh, but anyway, what it do what it will do is you'll get every week you'll get like a newsletter that'll show you stuff behind the scenes of what we're working on. Sometimes you'll get to vote on the next plus your rank topic, and uh, you will. Now we're able to give you an early viewing of like bless your rank and other shows that come out on Sunday, you'll get a link to watch it on Friday. So you get to watch it two days before everybody else. So if you're like a super fan and you love to watch everything we do um, and you can't wait for the next one to come out, that's, that's always, that's a great, great option for you. Cause you can, you can watch it days before everybody else and know what, uh, what I'm going to get mad and, Maybe throw up eating on bless your rank. Nice. Um, there was a question that I missed, and I know I know what who this is directed at. Um, do you believe that cutting the logos of your favorite football team into your lawn either A shows your support, B helps the team, or C shows that you're crazy up front? <laughs> <laughs> cutting them into your first of all, if you if you pull it off and it looks good, I'm impressed. Number one. Uh 
uh, especially if you live in the like, I feel like that's a southern thing you're probably doing, maybe uh, for a college football team for sure. Uh, and if you're spending that extra time outside in this heat, making artwork in your front lawn, I'm impressed. Also, I am yes, a little worried that you're crazy because that is not. You gotta just cut that grass and get back inside. It's too hot for that. Um, but you're a super fan. You're a super fan. You're talented, and you're a little crazy at least. This this is a friend of mine that I worked with at Kmart is a huge Alabama fan, and he does the Alabama A in his yard every year. That's that's awesome, and it, and it uh, looks good. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be a he's got to be a little crazy. He always tries to tag Nick Saban in the pictures that he posts too. It's kind of funny. Yep, he's a little crazy. Yep, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so, uh, as far as you know, the sketches and stuff you guys do, do you have a favorite? Oh gosh, uh, sketches. Um, Southern Genie uh, that we did uh, right. It was like the last sketch we did before the pandemic. Um, that one was fun. Where I played a like a just a camo shirt wearing genie mm-hmm. that came out and. Um, uh, there were some fun jokes in that one, uh, and that one won a Webby Award. Uh, we were up against The Simpsons and The Daily Show and a bunch of other people for that one. And the Dollar General sketch that we did uh, where I was playing this crazy guy in the boardroom that mm-hmm. letting everybody know that Dollar Generals are self-replicating, and I don't know how many we have now. And they just keep we, – we found a store inside of a store. It's getting crazy. That one was a lot of fun because it just played on this joke that there's too many Dollar Generals now. and. It, it, we put it out at a good time. I, f- I think that joke might be a little too played out now, but um, but at the moment, it was really good. That was fun to make. It was just a just to be a character that was completely unhinged and uh, and make a lot of jokes about Dollar General because that's a favorite um, target of mine for some reason. So, you know, you mentioned your your wife. I know you've got a couple of kids too, right? I do. Yeah. So, what's your wife think about all this? <laughs> she loves it. Uh, it's crazy when we sit down and think about like the journey to get to this point, because, uh, you know, it all started with that. What I could trace at least a lot of this back to the, the starting that Twitter account parody of the local newspaper. Um, and that was back 10 years ago this year. And I remember when I was talking to a friend about doing that, thought it'd be funny. And I created the account and she said, that's, that's dumb. That's stupid. Uh, and, I didn't care. I thought it was funny at the time. So I just start tweeting out, you know, parody headlines, fake news stories about stuff going on around town. Uh, and, you know, then it blew into this, you know, eventually. So it's funny to sit down and be like, it started on a thing. You said, that's dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> and now look where it's got us. Um, but she's very supportive uh, and uh, does whatever she can to help, you know, make stuff around here. And she'll make a lot of the stuff that, uh, you know, she's made a lot of props for videos and it's Southern thing and food. And like, anytime we need help with something, she's on top of it. She's, she's like the, the 12th man for, for the team. She'll, she'll come in and step in and, and do whatever we need. And she's, she's great. She's been in a few videos too. She's been in front of the camera a few times. Nice. So would you, would you say that you've enjoyed your time doing all that? Cause it seems like you guys have a blast when you do this stuff. Oh yeah. No, it's a dream job. Uh, I mean, there are, there are certainly things that, that, you know, frustrate you, get you down like any job, but I definitely don't ever want to complain about it. And I have to put it in like, you know, put everything in perspective too, that, you know, what, what a hiccup, you know, at this job is, it's nothing, uh, you know, very lucky to be able to do this. Very, very lucky. And, 
you know, especially all those years working in child protective services and adult protective services, I remind myself of what a bad day was there. There's nothing compared to, to a bad day here. Um, and I'm just very fortunate that people willing to stop and take at least a few seconds out of their day to listen to me rant about whatever it is or tell some, tell some stupid joke. Uh, that's not lost on me. I'm very, very appreciative of, of everybody that, that watches and follows my stuff. But, but you're really, really good at it. I mean, I, I'm not just saying that cause you're, you know, you're on, we, we really do enjoy it. And I love the fact that you're able to do it. And what you guys have done is you've made it family friendly. You know, it's, it's not vile. It's not vulgar. And, that everybody laughs at it. You know, my kids will watch it and they'll laugh at it. And, you know, adults will laugh at it. And I think what you guys provide, especially in a world that has a tendency to get a little dark, um, is, is great. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. We've always, we've always kind of had the mantra that if, uh, you know, we can't show it to our mama, then we're not going to make it. So, uh, and I want, you know, I, I definitely, my mom watches the stuff that we make, uh, and I want my kids to be able to watch it when they, if they ever want to, they don't care at all to see me on TV, uh, or on their, their screens or anything. Now I've tried to show my three-year-old look, daddy's on the internet. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm more entertained than Blippy. Um, but she does not care. It's straight back to, to Blippy and Peppa Pig. So they've got, I've got a, I got a long way to go for her. Wow. But so, so it's, so your your children because I know you've got one that's really really young right yeah she's 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 four months old uh I should probably start her on it now maybe she'll care to watch my stuff when she gets to be you know three years old well but, you know uh, it's like like my kids I'm like hey I, I got I got Matt Mitchell he's gonna be on the thing and they're like okay we're playing Minecraft bye yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, okay okay you know uh, even though they watch you you know uh they, they they watch the um the bless your ranks and I think that's one of our favorite ones you know just because like you said you that stuff's not scripted man you're just you're just going yeah, it's a wild ride. Um, it's it, it's crazy. I, it's uh, uh, it, people don't realize. Yeah, it's like you know, each episode 15, 20 minutes. I'm in there like rant. I'm just talking for like an hour, hour and a half each time. So there's a lot of weird stuff that happens. You just get the funny stuff. It's uh, I the, it would be very weird if we just dropped an unedited cut. Uh, this, but I give you credit though, because man, your stomach takes a beating, bro. <laughs> it uh. It's gotten, uh, it's, it's better than I think it's definitely better than when we started. Um, it's, it's, I've got a stomach of like my beagles. It's iron. I can, I can take about anything now. I've actually knocked very hard on wood, never got food poisoning in my life. I think I can stomach a lot of weird things. Uh, but the kicker is usually if I don't tell my wife what we're doing, like what are we actually ranking on bless you rank without fail. That's what she'll cook for supper that <laughs> night. I'll be coming home, be like, "We're done. I'm headed to the house," and she'll be like, "Okay, great. Um, how did it go? You know, it's good. This cheeseburger one, she was great. Okay, well, cheeseburgers will be ready in an hour." I'm like, "Okay, great. Well, not for me. I don't definitely don't want another cheeseburger." Um, so I think maybe she does know when she's torturing me. I'm not. I'm not really sure. You know, now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm starting to realize this might be. You're starting to put purpose. it together now. Yeah, she probably. And now I'm seeing she still thinks this is stupid, and this is her. This is how she punishes me. So hey, that must be it. Hey, but but you got you got a whole lot of fans out there that'll take up for you. So so she might be a little they outnumbered, can, bro. If they want to make me supper, then uh, other than what I just ranked, that would be great. Yeah, no 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 chicken boogers. 
<laughs> oh gosh, no, no. All right, so we're coming up right on an hour. So, uh, Matt, do you have any like closing words for everybody? Oh gosh, uh, I did not prepare a statement. Uh, no, uh, just uh, thank thank y'all for for watching everything, and uh, thank you the Carolinas for all the delicious. Do you get mad when I lump when people lump Carolinas together? No, I do not. It's not a thing. No. But there's a little bit of a rivalry between South Carolina and North Carolina, right? Uh, I don't know in what. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, just like, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like North, Carol- North Carolinians, North Carolinians, uh, do you think that they feel superior to South Carolina just because they're a bigger state? They pro- it works both ways. You know, we're the South. We got a whole bunch of self-important people running around. So I'm sure... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that, that they do. Um, you know, they've got Charlotte, you know, okay, whoop de doo You know, we've got Greenville, uh, which I'm not, you know, that big of a fan. I mean, that's where I'm from, but, you know, it's, it's not that big a deal. Um, I, I actually feel like South Carolina is like sandwiched in between two big egos. you got North Carolina and Georgia, and we're just kind of in the middle. That's true. I have not thought about that before because I definitely feel like that when we're touching uh, – Georgia. It's like that is that's the big state. Like they I, I mean it is the big southern state and they know that they're the big southern state. Like I feel like they can, you know, and also just dread driving through Atlanta. Oh, we, uh, we lived in Atlanta for like 12 years. Oh gosh. I can't I can't do it. There's traffic at all times of day. It makes no sense to me. It's like it'll be midnight and I was like where are all y'all going? There's too many of you on the road. <laughs> um it it it's crazy to me. Uh, and also the name, there's like every street is peach tree. Yes. Like, how do you find anything? It makes no sense. Um, and now, like, it's, I understand why the Braves moved out of Atlanta. Like, I totally get mm-hmm. it now. It's, why would you want to stay? It's too, there's traffic. See, in a Turner Field was a, a nightmare. It's, it's not, it's not much better uh, where they're at now. Um, but, uh it's not as crazy. I, uh, I always explained yeah, Atlanta's it. Atlanta's nuts. I always explained it. That's the only place I've ever lived where you could leave for work at the same time every day and never arrive at the same time. Damn, yeah. You know, we yeah. lived like 15 minutes from where we worked, and there were sometimes because of traffic, it took two hours to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta just, it, I'm just, I'm, it's white knuckle. Every time I, I, I get in there, every time I pass, like, start passing like Douglasville. Coming from from Birmingham into Atlanta, it's like here we go. Both hands on steering wheel. Turn that radio down. Uh huh. Paying full attention now. It's got you've got you've got a hundred percent of my attention. Atlanta. Where do I? I need to make sure I get on that exit because you got you got two lanes over here on the right that have completely stopped, and the left lane people are going ninety miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this dude's not even on the road. He's <laughs> riding on the shoulder. So it's. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you made it through because it is it is terrifying, especially to people. You know, when we first moved down there, not being used to that, that is that's frightening. That will give you PTSD. I would, I would just stay in my house forever. <laughs> I would just, I just, I, I'm here all the time now. I'll walk if I need to go somewhere. Thank you. Exactly. So, but Matt, thank you so much for being here, man. Uh, the, I really appreciate this. Um, like I said, you know, my family huge fans. There's there's a lot of people in the chat that you know, when they found out you were coming, like, oh, hot dog, I got to get off work. I got to be there for this and whatnot. <laughs> so, like I said, I, we we consider you a national treasure. I know, like you said, the Northerners not, might not like it, but that's okay. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on. And uh, this is a lot of fun, the verses. And all, it was, that was great. That was awesome. All right, sir. Uh, will you be safe? Um, keep doing what you do. And uh, can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Thanks, man. Y'all take care. Right, thank you.